Hey, I'm Eric Nance. I'm the coordinator for One Hope Online Campus. I want to welcome you tonight. Uh, thank you for tuning in and joining us today. We're going to do uh, something a little bit different. We're going to have a discussion. Uh, today I have Pastor Greg Davenport from One Hope, as well as Associate Pastor Dave Scotch with us today. And we're just going to talk about some things that are real. And uh, with that, we're just going to take off and go with it. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Well, we just uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit about what we might do and maybe just answer some questions that are on a lot of people's minds, maybe questions that people ask a lot, you know, and uh, maybe we can help out a little bit. And so as you're joining us online, you can probably uh, have the opportunity to chat a little bit and and back and forth with us as well. So when this airs, we'll be online as well, too. So one question that we thought of that a lot of people have is why do bad things happen to good people okay and uh you know i think jesus uh, probably addressed that uh, fairly well in john 16:33 i think it is where it said he said he basically says in this world you will have trouble right so so just living in this world we're going to have problems and we're going to have uh, troubles, but then he said, "But be of good cheer, or take heart." The NIV says, "I've overcome the world." So Jesus never promised that good people would not have problems, and I think that's something that maybe we assume that we're not going to. But I think that we can assume from Jesus' own words out of his own mouth that we will have trouble. It's going to happen in our yeah. in our life. Um, yeah. So uh, so I think that's something that we need to uh, remember. That, but then he gives the other side of the coin that also says, but be of good cheer. I've overcome those things. Okay, You're going to encounter them, but I've overcome them. And because he lives in us, then we too can overcome them. It doesn't mean that, it doesn't say you'll avoid them, but you'll overcome them. Yeah, I know I, I was explained to me that passage, that there are two promises in that passage. Mm-hmm. One is you're going to have trouble. And the other is that I've overcome I've overcome those troubles and difficulties. Right. And so you can over, but there. I think that many people claim that one promise that I can overcome, but there's another promise in there that you're going to have trouble. Right. And uh, there's two promises, Jesus. Right. And so one thing I always think along those lines too is, though, that we can create extra trouble for ourselves. <laughs> oh, are you saying we're our own, our own worst enemy? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, many times we are. We are. We're our own worst enemy oh, because, because, I mean, you know, we've all done it in, in our own lives sometimes by the choices that we've made in life, right? Absolutely. Jesus said, I mean, the Bible says, I've set before you today life and death. Choose life, right? So it's almost like we have a multiple choice quiz that we've been given, but God gave us the answer. Absolutely. <laughs> Choose this one. And so and so we sometimes though our own problems our problems are created by ourselves. So I don't want to add to the trouble that's just going to be in this world because I live in a world filled with sin mm-hmm. already. That's the reason I have troubles because they just impact me. Mm-hmm. But don't do things that's going to create more trouble by living in opposition to the word of God. So what it sounds like you're saying is is that uh, if you do a certain thing, you know, there's going to be a reaction to that that choice that you just made, right? Right. In other words, count on something's going to happen, you right. know, whether it's good or bad or otherwise. You know, if, if we make this decision, expect this to happen. Right. You know, God still loves us. Uh, he's still there. 
Uh, he's still trying to help us to overcome and everything. Kind of like my car situation this week. We've talked about that. Oh, that's I, I, I don't want to say I hate stuff like I do. I hate stuff like that. I just do. But, you know, the car situation, however, you know, it did start working its way out. So no longer do I have to pay for an engine, a whole engine. It's just a water pump. This time. So I don't, I don't know <laughs> how, that, how that pans out or anything. But, but yeah, our choice is obviously there's right. going to be reaction for those things that's going to happen. You so. know, on a different level there, I think of Job in the Old Testament, who God himself testifies he didn't do anything to deserve the treatment he got. Right. Um, but bad things happened to him. And um, and that the book was written, and also Joseph, the story of Joseph, right. who Absolutely. may have needed more wisdom in sharing his dreams. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he shouldn't have said things the way they were said in Genesis thirty-six through fifty. His story is, but and if, uh, that's a, probably the best story in the Bible, if the story of Joseph. Right. But uh, you can't. I don't think. I don't think you can have much worse happen than being sold into slavery by your own brothers. And put in prison for doing something that you didn't do. Um, right. I don't think I don't think anything works. But God's perspective is given in Psalm 105. Psalm 105 that says God sent a man. Yeah, you got it. That's, what I, it. That's what I yeah, just heard. Psalm 105 <laughs> says God sent a man named Joseph down yep. ahead of them to deliver his family. Right. And so, while Joseph's perspective is, man, I just had a bad, raw deal. A couple of seriously right. that was na- pretty bad. raw deals. There's nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. But God's perspective is, I got him right where I want him. Right. And that's look I, at I, how it turned out. I think that's a powerful truth. It's beautiful. Yeah, right. But beautiful. he went through a lot of trouble, difficulties, right? Bad to get to the point of being second in charge of the nation. Right. But he was able to deliver his family and many other people. Would you say he had to go through that? He had to go through that to get there. How else was he going to get there? I don't know. You know, God could teleport him there or translate him there (laughs) if he wanted to. But many times, though, you know, there was one time years ago I preached a message. I titled it "Trials Get Used," and I talked about you know, you ever felt like you've been used before? You know. Well, God uses the things even the enemy brings into our life, the trials and the problems and the tests, to get us to where he wants us to be. And that's the thing that takes us there. It's totally scriptural. the problems. Amen. The trials. And the the other level of that is that there are difficulties that come in your life to prove whether your faith is a true faith or not. First Peter says these difficulties, these trials, have come into your life to prove, to see whether your faith is genuine. Right. If you can be Christian only in the good times, <laughs> yeah, then I'm not Absolutely. quite sure. But if, if you got some bad times and your Christian faith can't uphold you, then the question is, is it true faith? If your if your Christian faith only stands when you're doing when you're having a good time. Now, now here's the one that always gets me: count it all joy. Mm-hmm. Yes, count it all James, joy. I'm, I'm be honest with you. I was not feeling joy <laughs> with my car thing. Yes. It was. I felt no joy. But I felt a little stress. You're right, you're right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I did begin to see how God was working through things. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we we prayed. Had a few friends might pray with me on that because that's a big deal. I mean, right. you know, we live in a real world. A car is expensive. Yes. So we have to take care of things. Right. So, uh, but God did, and He is continuing to work through that situation. Yeah. Right. 
thank you, Lord. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. anyway, yeah, count it all joy. There's no wow. testimony without a test. Wow. That's right. That's right. We, you know, everybody wants to experience a miracle, but nobody wants to experience the, the, the side of the miracle. It's not a miracle unless there's something big to overcome. Yeah, that's, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, this, that's true. Right? Yeah. That's very true. You can't testify to a miracle if, uh, if you don't face, the big, face a big test or a problem yeah. to, to be overcome. And I think about that in that same passage in Psalm 105 that talks about Joseph uh, verse 19 goes on and says until until his word the word that was given to Joseph in other words came to pass it says the word of God tested him okay that's a different perspective maybe to have on that okay so the word of God tested him it was so here's the way I would say it to explain that a little bit better maybe is that the test was not the problem itself, but am I going to believe God's word in the middle of my problem? How am I going to respond? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. the response. Yep. And so, and so, everybody's good at reacting. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> good, <laughs> so, bad, or otherwise. Right. Something right. happens, and I yeah. and I make a reaction. But am I good at responding <laughs> right. according to what I know the word of God says? And a response is something that's thought through, right? right? A, a, a reaction is something that you just do. Right off the cuff, whatever. But I'm going to respond, and so I think that's what Joseph did. He continued to do the right thing when he was made a slave, and he was in Potiphar's house. You know, he did the right thing when he was thrown into the dungeon in the prison. He did every t- everywhere he went. He rose to the top, even even when he was <laughs> over the prison. Right, he was still a prisoner. But he rose to the top because he continued to do what was right. Yeah. He continued to believe God's word, and that's what brought him all the way through to the end of that trial. And he was, uh, you know, like a second in charge, you know, right under the king, well, now, so to speak. So, so here's another question. So how hard do you think it was for him to keep the perspective? I mean, do you feel like that he was he was cool with this thing throughout all those things well, after his brothers had sold him and gone yeah. through the Potiphar thing? Right. He didn't have family uh, support. He didn't no have support. Group whatsoever. Support. He didn't have the scriptures to read. They hadn't been written yet. He didn't have anything. Did he have anybody? In the way of support to, to, to help him. He would, if you want to talk about being all strong, alone, he was, yeah. he was alone. He was alone. Yeah. I mean, just naturally speaking. Now, God was with him, okay? Absolutely. And so that's, that's what he had to hold on to. Sometimes in the middle of our trial, what we have to hold on to is we know God is there. Yeah. You know? I mean, Job, right? Job's friends. Oh, boy. <laughs> and his wife. Yeah. And his wife, right? Sorry. Just go ahead and curse God. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? It's like, I you mean, foolish woman. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know? Yeah. I can't. I can't do that. I can't. Right. I can't do that. I've got to. I've got to maintain my integrity, and that's what it says about Job that he maintained he his integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Integrity. Right? It, that, that's another. I, I could go on a rabbit trail, but I'll do this real quick. That that word integrity there really doesn't necessarily directly mean honesty mm-hmm. or something. Really, integrity. If something has integrity, then it means it stays together. It holds together in one piece, right? You test the integrity of something by bending on it and it doesn't break, then the integrity of the steel bar or whatever it happens to be is maintained, mm-hmm. right? And so many times we don't have integrity in a test or a trial because we fold or we break because part of us, right? We're spirit, soul, and body, right? Goes this different direction. We, we, we 
blame God or whatever, and we we and you know, but. Joseph and Job maintained their integrity. They continued to trust God. Not that they didn't have thoughts. Not that they didn't struggle. Not that Job didn't say, why is this happening to me? I don't understand it. That's not the problem, saying I don't understand why I'm facing a trial or a test. But it's maintaining his his integrity, which was, I'm not going to curse God and and die. I'm I'm going to continue to trust Him. I'm going to ask him why, Lord. I don't see. I don't understand. Right? We read the story, mm-hmm. and we know what happened from the very mm-hmm. beginning. We knew there was a meeting with God and the Satan, and Absolutely. you know, and they were talking about. He didn't know that as he was going through that. Right. He just knew all of a sudden everything. He lost everything, part, yeah. right? But he maintained his integrity. He continued to trust God, even though he had questions. Well, and see, not just one person mm-hmm. was telling him to give up, right? right. I mean, we're right. talking about everybody, pretty much, that he was in contact with told him to give up. Right. Everybody. Right, But right. He, he had a perspective that Pastor Chris talked about last, last night at church. Mm-hmm. He had a stewardship perspective right. in the sense that he said it. The Lord gave... And the Lord took away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He had the perspective that everything he had came from God. And that perspective, mm-hmm. I believe, helped him deal with the disaster. Yes. Well, he knew where he got everything. He knew where everything came from. And he knew it wasn't his. Right. Absolutely. And, and so he could let go. Right. And we got all this stuff. We don't know it's our. We don't know it's God's. We think it's ours. And when he... <laughs> You know, like cars, you know, and stuff like that. We, we, just, we think it's ours, right. and it's his, and so, God, this is your car. God, right. take, you, you can take care of it. And so, this is this is the key, I think, to dealing. That, that what, he, what, he, Good. what he said there is a key to dealing with these disasters. Yes. The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. Blessed, that simple. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It really is. I it, mean, is. Yeah. it is. It is. That, that is the key. That's just really good, uh, you know... No, nothing happens without him knowing about it, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't, you know, many of the things that happen in our, in our life, again, we talked at the beginning, of it's because there's sin in the world, you know, because the enemy is working against us, whatever. But, but nothing happens that God didn't know about, which means that he also has the answer for the issue, the situation, the trial that we're going through as well. So do I trust him? Do I do, do I trust him with this? Yeah, you know, and that has to be the bottom line because I'm never going to understand it all. Right, I'm never going to understand why certain things certain things happen. I may not ever understand it till I get to heaven. Yeah, you know, but do I trust him? Do I have faith? And if I do, then I can be like Job or like Joseph, and I can come through this thing on the other side. Mm-hmm. Sure, they had questions too. Sure, they struggled with why this is happening too, but they maintained their integrity. They knew that they were only stewards. It was all God's. So he could bless them back with twice as much Mm -hmm. or more in the end, which it basically says about Job, Job, right? Right. He had more in the end. Absolutely. (laughs) Joseph had more too. By far. (laughs) Joseph lost his coat of many colors, but he gained (laughs) a whole lot more in the end. (laughs) He did. He did. uh, Well, doesn't the word say that he gives us a means of escape or a way out? He does. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so with that, we can come to understand that uh, this is not something that's a permanent thing. Right. Right. It's a temporary thing. Right. Right. It, It is. I mean, 
even if, and, and it is that way to a degree, even if our whole life is full of tests and trials, which, I mean, it is. Some people's aren't. Right? I mean, there is, at least we encounter them, go through them, come out on the other side, and then here comes another one, right? Uh, but we have to have an eternal perspective as well, right? Not, it's not just this life. And so just like, you know, the apostles and all the stuff that they endured um, mm-hmm. throughout their lifetime, they, we had talked about it before this, they never gave up mm-hmm. their faith, even facing, you know, being crucified, you know, or being sawn tortured or, yep, sawn in two or whatever the situation was. They never gave up their faith because they knew that there was something beyond. I can give up my faith and still die, and then and then I, am I going to lose that with God after right, that? Right. No, you know. So Paul said it, you know. He, he basically said, you know, to live is Christ, to die is gain. So, hey, I'm in a win-win situation no matter what the enemy does to me, right? I'm going to win in the end. But not only does God promise us the eternal, he promises, he gives us promises for the now as well. And that's why we go back to that scripture, you know, where we said, you know, Jesus said, you'll have trouble in this world, but be of good cheer, I've overcome overcome it, it. right? I promise you're going to have problems, but I also promise that I've overcome those problems too, so. Oh, wow. Let me ask you guys this question. So, do you think uh, this day and time that we live in, with everything, is pretty much instant? I mean, we can see... Any kind of product we want to see on the internet, like instantaneous, right. uh, we can order it instantaneous. And, and with Amazon, I guess I could say that. Uh, with Amazon, it's here next day. Now, I don't know how they do that. I, I, I don't know if they're doing Star Trek stuff or what. Yeah. But anyway, it's there like next day. Right. Right. So do you feel like it's, 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 it's harder to be steadfast uh, in the instantaneous world we have or it, it's... Uh, well, How do you feel that? I think I think that I think we we our our society our culture conditions us for certain things. So probably we have been conditioned for things to happen quickly, and so and so I think we're more in an instant gratification type world today than we used to be. Although everybody always wants it quicker, but people weren't conditioned fifty years ago <laughs> to see things happen that quick, and so. So maybe they had a little bit more patience because that's just the way culture was. That's the way the world was then. But today we're conditioned to see things quicker, and so we want things quicker, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think that human nature has stayed the same. Mm-hmm. You read stuff in the Bible, you know, about you know Utica and Syndicate, that Paul says, please help them to agree with each other. Please help them to, you know, <laughs> in Philippians... <laughs> And you know they had yeah. arguments. You know Paul and Barnabas split. Yeah, yeah, because absolutely. Of an argument, and their right. argument was so strong they stopped talking to each other. Well, I mean, how is it different went, today? So there's no really, difference. I, yeah, I human believe, nature doesn't I believe change. Human nature yeah. and human reaction is the same. Then you could say it was easier then, or you could say it was worse. But maybe you're just trying to make yourself feel better, or your your uh, hardships feel more. Well, I got it hard. But Peter said, "Hey, just know." that your brothers throughout the world are going through the same struggle you are right now. So if you're trying to isolate your problem as being, well, this is a really difficult one. I don't think anybody's ever gone through this. The Bible says no. The Bible says that every there's a lot of other people going right. through what you're going through right now right. and stand firm in your faith mm-hmm. because God is with you and he's going to help you. He wants to help you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I, think, I, think the, I think the thing, you're right, the thing with human nature, that's, why that's what makes the Bible 
still relevant today is is not because times haven't changed, but because human nature hasn't changed. So from the very beginning, there's murder and greed and all those things that we still, human nature still deals with today. Every day, yeah. Mm -hmm. But they may deal with it in a different way because of different tools we have or different technology that's available, but human nature doesn't change. So, So, and that's what the Bible really deals with, right? The nature of man and the nature of God. Right. And the nature of God hasn't changed, and the nature of man yeah, hasn't changed. changed, and so it's still dealt with the same way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I feel like that. I think we can all agree that yeah, we're going to go through stuff. It's going to happen. Count on it. Yep. Especially uh, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Come on, it's going to happen. Right. You know the enemy's going to come at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got to stay steadfast in this world that we have, where everything's instant. Uh, but uh, such a good topic uh, to touch on with so many people going through so many different things uh, young people today going through things you've seen that yourself firsthand mm-hmm. working with uh, young people and how the instant gratification stuff mm-hmm. affects their walk with Christ oh yeah I'm supposed to be happy why am I not happy right. well you may be going through take some hormones and things as a teenager take this and you'll be happy yeah, yeah absolutely shoot this take this yeah right yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the what that's the way the world wants to condition us right I believe but uh, absolutely wonderful topic there tonight uh, I just want to encourage you if you're watching tonight uh, be encouraged. You know, these things that you're going through, if you're going through something that's not going to last forever, it's temporary. God gives us a way out. Right. Uh, things have not changed from biblical times to today. God is still God, and we all agree on that. He's a wonderful God. And we just want to thank you tonight for being with us and, and walking through this topic with us. And we'd just like for you to tune in again next time or we'll be on another topic. We're going to talk about some real things. And uh, if you have any questions, I want to encourage you to, to ask them online because we have, you know, the chat on there. Ask your questions. We'll have pastors on there. I'd be happy to help you. And, uh, and it's real. So take heart. If you're going through something, God is still here. He's good. Thank you so much for being with us. Good night.